What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Productivity Lovers Podcast, the podcast about how to become more productive in your work and home environment. The Productivity Lovers Podcast is brought to you by Chris Scrott, a certified professional organizer and deadly, a digital productivity coach. Buckle up and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. All right. I don't know why, but once again, every time I hear the clapper, it just makes me happy. Maybe this is because I'm hanging out with you. I absolutely think it's because you're hanging out with me. So I will take that. I will take that. Hello, 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 my friend. How are you? Hello, good. How are you? I'm good. And before we started recording, I started talking to you about your pretty, pretty blouse today. I... I know. I'm loving it. Loving it. You're very this bright. Is a, I know. This is really, it's really fun colors. If you're not, if you're not watching this on YouTube, yes. uh, you can go check out my pretty blouse. Yes. It is Rent the Runaway subscription. So I get Love to it. for a little while, but you and I discussed it, that I probably need to own this shirt permanently. I, I think really this one is, me. yes, permanent pick because you can wear it for at least three seasons at least and who the hell cares wear it all the time it looks great I know I think it's gonna become my summer favorite yeah I think you're going to I'm going to look into that so yeah it matches my red lipstick it does it does I can't show my hands I love your nail polish but today my nail polish is sort of not working out it's chipping so I'm gonna have to sit on that. I know I'm having a beauty day so this color street Oh, I love Color Street. Oh, I love them. That's great. Yes. If you can put them on neatly, they're absolutely mm-hmm. fabulous. Yeah. They're not paying I, to say uh, that, but, but they should. My, <laughs> my Color Street dealer, Aaron <laughs> Bago, got me hooked up. I met her on Poolsville Day. Oh, wow. A few months ago. And, okay. And like every couple of months, I text her and she's like, can I come for some more? She meets me outside on the front steps with her whole stash. I give her some of my memo money and she gives me beautiful nails. And they last a while. So that's nice too. I'm rough on my hands. So they last maybe about a week. Okay. A week is pretty good. His typical nail polish, probably after a few days, a couple of days, they start to do some things. So yeah, this, I did text her. I was like, Abergine, my favorite color. Nice. Nice. Well, I love the setup today. I love everything. I love the lipstick and the blouse and all of it. The only thing that would make this even more spectacular is if we were sitting together in person. In person. Yes. But Maybe we shall get back to that. Sooner than later. Yeah, that'd be nice. So what have you been up to? Thank you for all the beauty appreciation. <laughs> I feel I feel pretty invalidated right now. Thank you. Well, you are welcome. You're welcome. There is one thing I wanted to tell you about. I've been hearing a lot about chat GPT, this AI that will answer questions like, you know, why are we in the universe? Or it can answer a question like, how do I explain to my podcast listeners what productivity means? And it will actually give you an answer. I have played around with it a little bit. Yeah. And it gave me some interesting answers in the, what I would consider like Deb voice. I'm like, I would have said it pretty much like that. Oh, so, so like inside of your brain, like inside of my brain. So mm-hmm. I, I took some of what it said and I retooled it and I actually added it to something that I'm working on. So it is all at once fabulous and amazing and scary. 
Mm. Seems a little strange. Can you tell us more? I can tell you that it is not a live human being, that it is an artificial intelligence type thing. You can converse with it and it can give you good information and also not so good information. So do I just go on the internet and Google that and that will yes. what I need? Okay. Yes. You will need to sign up. It is currently free. It may not be free forever. It is not the only AI out there that does things like that. There's Jasper that helps you with writing your blog posts, a few other AIs out there. The downside I think is that we, none of us will be writing anything from our own heart or brains. If we we'll still be podcasting that. for our own heart and our own brain. Okay, we, we will. <laughs> we will. And on that note, I say yes, Google chat GPT and you'll see more about it. And then let me know what you think. What I love about you is that I always learn something new from our calls. I thank you. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> oh, sorry. That's why it's good to have smart friends. <laughs> it is. I agree. I agree. And you're one of my smart friends. So, so smart about you, but we can just be smart together. (laughs) Wow. I'm feeling the love today. (laughs) Uh, So, okay. I don't know enough banter. Sometimes I hear, I hear from our colleagues and friends. They're like, we like the banter. It feels like we get to know you, but I feel like we should just jump right in and talk about real things. We should. And we are going to talk about real things today. What's our plan? The plan today is to talk about your three words or my three words for the year. Oh, that thing that we did in January that we already forgot. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. So I can't take credit for my three words. That goes to Chris Brogan. And if you don't know who he is, look him up. He does this annually. Every year he picks three different words. And he, he has process. I can't give you all of the details because I, I don't remember all of them, but I do know that he likes to use action words. He is also not a fan of the word focus because he feels it's it's used a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it doesn't really it's used. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't really get into the, the weeds of things. So he chooses three words to help direct his year. So it doesn't mean that he won't do something outside of these three words, but they guide him. So if he's going to take a project on, he reflects back on his three words. And he says, oh, okay. That fills or checks the boxes. I think, yes, I'm going to pursue that. Not just pursue it, but pursue it with all of my, you know, every fiber in my being. If something doesn't check those boxes, he might still do it, but he might reframe it differently or pause or maybe not do it at all. So I love these three words because I think they can propel you to actually doing the things that you want to do. They're still productive but also line up with your core values Mm -hmm. and where your, your heart is and where your brain is. So I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think they can all work in concert with each other. So today we're going to talk about three words. Sounds like a good plan. So what are your, what are you three words? Okay. So I don't technically have three words yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet you're supposed to have them in January. It's like a little delayed. Maybe, but at least I'm still focused on those three words. I do have one word. Okay, we'll start with that. I do have one word that I I think I will use as my umbrella, as my framework for the year. And that word is gratitude. 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 Mm -hmm. So I chose that word and I'm writing it down right now. I chose it because last year was a little wonky for me. Mm -hmm. As you well know, it was a little upside down. Very emotional, very roller coaster like 
And it made me appreciate all of the moments that I had with the people in my life, with the things that I was doing. It just put things in a different perspective. And I I want to keep that. I don't want to lose sight of that. And I think sometimes it takes something drastic or a, you know, something big to make us realize how sometimes those little things and even the big things like the people in our lives really should take center stage. And so I want gratitude to be one of the three words that propels me forward in the year so that when I'm thinking about projects or activities or actions I want to take, I want gratitude somehow to be woven in into that. So that's, that's one word. That is such a good word though. I think a lot of things came up for me as you were saying that, because I think one thing I know about you is you are a very grateful person. I think every time I get off the call with you, I always feel like, I feel like you appreciate my time and my relationship with you and our friendship and, you know, even my beautiful insights sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it's a beautiful thing to offer people, right? It's gratitude. And I think that I still remember it was years ago. Yep. You called me totally out of the blue and I took your call and then yes. like we talked about all kinds of things. And then I kept waiting for like the business portion of it and it never came. And then at yes. the end, I was just like, was yeah. there something you forgot to ask? And you were like, no, yeah. I just called to say hi. I wanted to, yes. I wanted to like hear your voice and I wanted to see how you were doing. And I wanted yes. to check in and like, we never see each other when we go to the, yep. you know, to, to the NAPO meetings. And I right. just wanted to make the time for that. And I, I left that call thinking like, wow, that felt so good. You know, awesome. because we had a business relationship and yes. we had a friendship, but like it was like the two were always connected. So that for me, like, and so I know that about you, that you do that to a lot of people. And so I would totally understand that your word is gratitude. So that yes. makes sense to me. And that is a big umbrella. It is a big umbrella. And I do remember that year. That was the year I decided probably maybe four or five years ago, I decided that I would strengthen and deepen relationships that I was grateful for. That even though the other person may not realize how much I was grateful for them and interactions with them, that I would make a point of making sure that they knew that. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do, you know, a hundred people. I picked maybe five, (laughs) five people I wanted to just, you know, reach out and touch. And sometimes I call people and they weren't available or they didn't have time to talk. And I just happened to catch you on a day when you were available and you, and you always said something like, Hey, what's going on? (laughs) I'm like, nothing, got nothing. I just wanted to say hi. And I think, look at where we are now. I think it's a true Testament to letting those people know that you're grateful. So it's giving the gratitude to someone, but also being open to receiving it. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds like sometimes you're not able to do that or it feels weird to have that feeling. I want that good feeling too, right? So gratitude for me is super high on the list and it is connected to my next word. So I don't have my third word and maybe we can talk that through today, but my second word is peace. Peace. So I, I want a level of calmness in my life as well. And I think it is, again, related to events last year that felt very chaotic and out of my control. And I understand things being out of control or out of my control, but I still want there to be a level of peace 
And I think if I go out into the world, irrespective of what's going on, and I'm focused on gratitude and I'm actively seeking those gratitude moments, that the peace will come. Mm -hmm. So those two things kind of connect together Mm -hmm. for me in a way that I think would be really powerful. You know, there are going to be days when I really have to go searching for the gratitude, (laughs) right? And when I find it, I want to be able to bask in those feelings of peace and joy and calm because for a little bit there, they were a little lacking. So those are my two words so far. I need a third word. You need a third word. Well, I we got a little word. bit of time. Maybe you'll come up with it before the yeah. day's over. I think so. And I'm not rushing it. I don't want this to be an exercise of, I must have three words. Oh my gosh, I don't have them. I really want it to be purposeful and meaningful because part of me also doesn't, you know, I don't want to be stagnant. I want to do things. I have right. projects. I have ideas. I have thoughts. I have, I have stuff. And I want to be able to take action. And I'm trying to craft something that would complement the peace and the gratitude because that's sort of on the, you know, for people listening, it might sound a little not high energy enough. Or key. <laughs> okay, I accept it. <laughs> It may sound a little dorky, but that's okay. It's a little, and it's all right. And it's all right. So I, I am giving myself until the end of the month to come up with my third word. And I will take suggestions from anybody out there listening. So, so those are my, those are my two words so far inspired by Mr. Chris Brogan. Yeah. Love yes. Chris Brogan. He's yes. always inspiring us to do better, be better. Yes. I think one question that people may be asking is like, yes. how is this related to productivity really deadly? How is it that having a word or two or even three going to help me be more yes. productive in my life? It's your framework, right? For the things that you say yes to or the things that you say no to, right? So I'm going to take an example that Chris Brogan and I gave the other day on on his own podcast, The Backpack Show, he said, for, I forget what his three words are, sorry, Chris, but he said, <laughs> if he's invited to, to speak somewhere and he wants to decide if he's going to go and do this, even though he's a subject matter expert, he said pleasure was one of his words. He wanted to enjoy more experiences. So he said, well, if someone invites me to speak, I look at where that's going to be. Is it going to line up? Is there some place I want to go? have been wanting to go and I haven't been, or I want to return to, will I be able to connect myself to a tribe of people that will energize me? So I think energize may have been one of his other words. So he uses it to make that sort of a decision. And if he checks off, I forget the third word, but if he checks those three boxes, he's probably going to say yes. And I like that. And I love that. And so for me, it would be the same. Am I going to get stressed out about this thing? (laughs) Therefore not get peace. Yeah. Will I be grateful for this experience? Yeah. Will I learn something from it? Sure. Or not? You know, is it going to check those boxes for me too? So it's not that, you know, things line up exactly with these three words, but they're really guiding you to that thing that you're trying to accomplish or do, whether it's connected to you personally or work-wise. So I think it does tie into productivity. What do you think? Are you skeptical? No, I asked you that question before we started because it was like, do we really have a connection? That's kind of important because we have a (laughs) podcast here, people. But I can totally see how having a framework is really important. I never thought about it that way. And 
honestly, I really suck at making New Year's resolutions. And I think I gave that up like in my 20s because I was like, who needs this? Like, this is yep. horrendous. I agree. By, by the end of January, I didn't even remember what my resolution was anymore. Yes. So that was completely a waste of time. But having a framework just feels solid, right? Because I like Chris's approach. If it doesn't go with the three words that I'm focusing in, then it's probably not something I should say yes to. Yeah. One of my favorite books is, yeah. well, you, need, you know, my favorite movie is Yes Man by <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. And I had my own year of yes, like. I remember uh, that. 10 years yeah. ago, maybe 12 years ago. Yep. Like it was a year where I said yes to everything. Whenever you said yes to me a couple of times, <laughs> I know you're. I shouldn't have told people that, but people would ask me to do things, and I'd be like, mm, "Yes, yes, I will do that." They would yes. ask me to volunteer, and I'd be like, "Yes, I will do that." And so I did so many cool things, though, that I would have yes. never said yes to if I really thought about it. And so that just felt like fun because I'm normally not a person that says yes to everything, right? I'm okay. always like, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Boundaries. <laughs> I'm more like a no person than a yes person. Okay. So yeah. And one of my favorite books is Shonda Rhimes. And in that oh, book, she talks right. about we should say yes things to really bring us joy. And that in fact, sometimes we may have to give up other things in order to have that in the moment joy. And that's okay too. Like yes. not everything needs to be shared or everything needs to be purposeful, which I think sometimes we're trying to be super productive. We're also probably saying no to things that are just fun and well, fun can be a, one of your words. It's not my word though, but I do have okay. three words. I do have three words. Okay, that, well, let's hear them. I only had one word coming into this call, but now I have two more. Okay, well, now now you're lighting the flame under my butt to get my third word. <laughs> my first word is compassion. Oh, all right. I feel like at the end of pretty much every day, I just look at my list of things that I was supposed to accomplish and the things that I'm responsible for. And I always feel like I fall short. Okay. And then I feel badly about it. You know, Hmm. I'm like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I need, I need to do more. I need to wake up earlier. It's like, you know, it's the narrative It's just really mean. The narrative is really bad. And so this year I decided to just have compassion. And funny enough, the universe okay. tested me. Huh? I was teaching a, a couple of weeks ago and everything went wrong. Oh, No one could log into the call. And I didn't know because I wasn't looking at my phone. I was just like, oh, there. No. and I was like, oh, nobody came. That's a bummer. Even though, you know, enough people registered that there should have been somebody there. Yeah. But I was like, oh, nobody came. That's a bummer. And I was like, well, maybe everybody just decided to, you know, do other things and they're going to just watch the recording. But then when I got off the call, I recognized that I didn't press the record button. Okay. So there was no recording. And then when I read through my emails, I had all of these messages from people that they hadn't been able to log in. And like the shame that came with that was like horrendous. So I was like, I'm going to sit on this for like an hour. And then I wrote a lovely email to the people and told them exactly what had happened, exactly what I was thinking, exactly how I went about that thing. Like the logic that I used for not looking at my phone. Yeah. No, I received so much compassion from people. And that was one person that was not. And I was like, I'll just give you your money back. Okay. And everybody else was like, 
so compassionate and they, you know, they were lovely and kind and funny and shared their own stories of like things that had just yes. gone badly lately. And I was like, oh yeah, compassion, not just for others, but for myself too. So that's my word. Okay. So I'm really like good at compassion one. for others, but I'm not so I good at compassion so. for myself. I, I'm going to agree with you on that last point. So compassion for others is huge, big time. And as someone on the receiving end of that, I can say in my experience that it's a hundred percent True. I do think we have the propensity to beat ourselves up. However, yeah. productive, high achieving people are always hard on themselves when they don't get yeah. what they thought they were going to get done, done. Which can translate into being hard on others too, because sometimes we have high expectations. Mm, that is true. Right. And we might use our, ourselves as the benchmark. That is true. <laughs> for others. But I think framing it in such a way that you can still have that level of compassion for someone else, even if a situation is annoying or bothersome or frustrating that can still come through. So. so true. Thank you for that reframe. Yeah. My second word, which is a little bit like it's implementation. Ah. <laughs> so I'm a little bit like, I don't know. My friend Jeff says that I have ADHD. I have never been diagnosed, but okay. maybe I really have really good coping skills. I don't know. <laughs> Dr. Tuckman doesn't think I have ADHD. Okay. The real Dr. Doctor. Ari, Dr. Ari Tuckman. I'm going to go with that. Okay. However, I have a lot of ideas, which probably drives everyone in my life and in my team insane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And I take that stuff, you know, like 90%. Okay. And then they just sit around and never get finished. Ah, you need to reread Finished by John Acuff. I have read that book multiple times. I don't think that's the problem. The problem is that I should just finish things, right? It's not that my goal is too ambitious. It's like the timeline is forever. Like at some point, you just got to finish the thing. That's right. So does that mean that anything new or that you decide to give your attention to, you commit to finishing or else you won't start or do it? Well, yes, I am going to. So I had an idea for a brand last summer. Yes. It's called Girl Versus Clutter. Which I love, love, love. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I was pulling a bin out of my car And it was blocked by some junk donations that people had. And I literally had my feet up, you know, trying to like push against the, and I'm like trying to tug at it. And it was kind of like, I was laughing while I was doing this and like, you know, in the middle of the road, sweating, it was sunny and hot. And I was like, girl, I can do it. And like, when I was done with it, I was like, oh, this is kind of catchy. This is one of those things though, that normally I would have been like, oh, somebody else already has this idea. I just don't even need to bother with it. Uh I actually wrote it down and put it on my car seat. And then I went inside and told my client and she was like, oh my God, I love that. that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's interesting. So this year, my implementation is around that. All right. So, so this means you will finish and launch Girl versus Clutter. Yes, I'm definitely going to launch Girl versus Clutter. Trying to figure out what it looks like still. There's, okay. a, there's probably a book version of it. And then there's a okay. challenge version of it. And then there's okay. a program version of it. So there's a lot of community version of it. So there's yeah. a lot of moving parts to it. Yes, but I'm, 
I'm going to make it my goal this year to work on that. So okay. I have hired a few people and I have a few people on my team in accountability and we start using Asana. You'd be so proud. Yes. Awesome. Um, we're using Asana for this project. So implementation okay. is on my list of awareness. Okay. I feel like this is one thing. I don't want it to just take a 90% and not do anything with it. Right. I feel like I owe the world my your your big idea. My big idea of helping more people. It's been my and you owe it to yourself to help more people. Yeah. To bring this this fabulous idea into the wild. So that's the plan. So maybe by the time we publish this uh, this podcast, at least the challenge might be up. So I am going to hold you to that. Okie dokie. All right. This is what happens when you say things out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. You know, sometimes we should record our calls in between the calls because they're (laughs) kind of funny. (laughs) They are. My third world award. Thank you very much. It's pleasure. Oh, I love it. I feel like that's how we started this call, right? I curled my hair. I'm wearing a really cute top that brings me happiness. I'm wearing my favorite lipstick. And I feel like on a daily basis, I'm a person that allows myself to indulge in pleasure. You know, I buy myself flowers from the stores often. Maybe not on a weekly basis, but like every other week. Okay. Regularity. Um, I indulge in things that I feel like bring me pleasure. makes me happy. I spend time with people. So I feel like, I feel like I have come a long way from a person that deprived myself in a lot of ways. So, but I'm going to put that on my list because it's important to remind yourself what brings you pleasure. I like that. I like that. I think sometimes we feel guilty. I don't know if guilty is the right word. I think maybe it is a level of guilt that we might be experiencing something amazing and fabulous when maybe someone else isn't, Mm. or there's some chaos elsewhere or something else is going on and we should be doing instead of enjoying and sort of basking in the moment. Yeah. We feel badly. And I think it's good to say, well, no, I still have compassion for what's happening over here and it is okay for me to be happy and to experience the things that I'm experiencing right now because they're bringing me joy. The two do not have to be mutually exclusive. So I agree. I I love that. You know, like I often think, and I don't know that I've shared this in the podcast before, but like I grew up in Brazil and I grew up with very limited resources, right? My dad was a school teacher and my mom owned a small business. We still had very limited resources. And I feel like I live in a world of abundance, right? Yeah. I feel like I have so many things that if you like asked my eight-year-old, yes. do you think this is going to happen by the time you're 50? Like, Probably you'd be no. like, no, right. not a chance. Like, would I be wearing MAC lipstick that's red? <laughs> Maybe, but like, yeah. I live the life that, you know, one of my friends is like, you live a charmed life. And I was like, yeah, I kind of do. Right. So, so overall the brand, you know, the band of gratitude and having having a word, having words that guide us into like making good decisions about how we spend our time, how we spend our resources, how we, who do we spend our time with are important. So I hope 
that you found this podcast valuable and that you take inspiration by maybe exploring your own three words. Yes. Yeah. And go check out Chris Brogan's, his process for how to come up with three words. He has a very specific way of dealing with it. Not that you can't do it on your own without him, but I think it would be helpful to to check it out. You can find him on Twitter. And I believe his website is chrisbrogan.com. So easy enough. We're going to put a link. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I'm going to put down a, there we'll put a link down here. Yep. Down there somewhere sounded like. Down there somewhere, like down there somewhere. <laughs> In the information box where all of the words are. <laughs> where all the copy goes. Yes, yes, yes. So find a, a link to Chris's. He did not pay us for this. No, we did not. We he did not him. pay us for this. But I think it's more than I do, but we love him. Yes. And I think it is really a worthwhile exercise and it will get you to start thinking about the things that you say yes to Mm -hmm. and the things that you feel compelled to say no to, because you want to say yes to something else Mm -hmm. that checks your three boxes. Obviously this doesn't always work because life happens. You need to make decisions that are you know, the best for you in that moment. So yeah, so definitely give his website a look. I think I have been inspired by you and your implementation day or implementation. Yeah. I think I'm going to call mine launch because I feel like I want to launch myself forward with gratitude, you know, be surrounded with people who bring me peace, but I also want to be doing things. Mm -hmm. I want to be active. I don't want to just kind of walk around with the gratitude umbrella and then not not do stuff. <laughs> so I'm going to say lunch because I'm, I'm working on a little something myself. You are, yeah. I am. And you, you and I- Whenever we tell people about, about what you're launching, we're going to tell them the little conversation we had before the launch. We're going <laughs> to okay. save that for another podcast. Okay, we, we will save that for another podcast because that conversation was lit. That was a funny conversation. I was on fire on my coaching that day. Yes, you and it was impromptu coaching people. She laid into me. So anywho. Well, you know, sometimes I can be that friend. Yes. And I so appreciate that. So grateful for you, Chris. Grateful. Here's my gratitude coming out. Right. Grateful for you. Grateful for this podcast. Because again, I felt like this was one of the bright spots for me last year. Continues to be so this year. So woohoo. Happy to be here with you. All right, then. I think that's a wrap. Yes, it is. Thanks, everybody. Of course, follow us, subscribe to our YouTube, check us out at productivitylovers.com. If you have questions, send them our way. Reach out to us on social. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I'm Chris Scrapp. And I'm Deb Lee. And we'll see you soon. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Productivity Lovers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when we upload a new productivity podcast. For more tips and notes from the show, check us out at productivitylovers.com. Talk to you soon.